Hi, I'm Kat. And I'm Emma. If you love the Dead Prank podcast, you can help support its future using the ACAST supporter feature. Now, it's up to you how much you give and there is no regular commitment. So if you can and you want to, please do hit the link in the show description to support now. Thank you. Thank you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi guys, I'm Kat. And I'm Emma. And thank you for joining us. Welcome back to the Dead Parent Club podcast. Each week we're going to be talking about what it's like to be members of the Dead Parent Club and also chatting to brilliant guests about their grieving journeys. We'll also be hearing from people far more qualified than us who can give you some top advice on navigating this new normal. So welcome everyone to the Dead Parent Club. So Emma, it's here. We've made it and it is the final episode of the series. I'm not just saying this, I genuinely cannot believe, you know when you said the other week, like, you know it's the final, I was like, no, that's not come around yet. I cannot believe it's flown by, hasn't it? I know, I know, and we've had all these amazing guests, we've had basically our own therapy ourselves throughout the season, and yeah, just hearing from like the audience, listeners and stuff about how much they've enjoyed it, it's actually been amazing. It really, you're right, it's felt like free therapy. So thank you so much. If you've been a guest, if you've listened, if you've contributed in any way, shape or form, thank you so, so much because you've helped us uh, probably more than you realise. <laughs> so we thought for the final episode, we'd talk about what we've learned from this season because there might be episodes that maybe you've not listened to that we can reflect on and you might think, oh, that might help me. And yeah, just give an overview on our takeaways from season two of The Dead Parent Club. Let's get stuck in. I mean, this was your first season with the Dead Parent Club, obviously, after my never-ending season one and then you've joined us for <laughs> season two. So what do you think it's been like? How have like your expectations been compared to kind of what you thought it'd be like or have you enjoyed it? I've absolutely loved it, which I knew I would. Obviously, that was why I wanted to be a part of it. But I think um, for me, what has been most striking is I came into this thinking, oh my God, we're going to hear from so many amazing people, which we have. But also I've realised how easy it is, Kat, for you and I to just Mm -hmm. talk and talk and talk. And Mm -hmm. when you start talking about it, because pre-coming on this podcast I never had I'd never just sat there with a friend and been like right once a week what we're gonna do is talk <laughs> about my dead mum yeah and so to in and fro with you and actually like hearing your take on things as well and how it, you know they differ so there's some similarities and some things differ it's been really really mm-hmm. beneficial and I've taken away little nuggets myself that I now practice kind of in everyday life what about you what's it been like having me on board cat you know it's, <laughs> it has actually been so nice I feel like there's um 
when you're doing like one-on-one interviews there's obviously that kind of like pressure to kind of keep everything going and having you there has been so good as well to have that fresh perspective and it's so funny when we're kind of recording together and then we're like I was like oh my god I was gonna ask that question and it's so nice <laughs> that we can be on like the same wavelength when we're doing it but yeah those one-on-one interviews I've absolutely loved them and it's kind of one of them where like you're like oh I feel like we need to have a guest on all the time but actually having those really honest and open conversations between you and I have been amazing and I know that guests have really benefited from it too like those are some of the episodes I've had the most messages about because we are obviously renowned just for being unbelievably open and just really honest and laying it all down on the table I think it's really refreshing for people like like you just said then people don't get the opportunity to sit down and talk about their grief and their parent every week and I think hearing other people do it and being able to resonate with that has been really useful for people and it's been really useful for me so that's been amazing yeah do you know what your honesty has been huge for me <laughs> um which episode was it when you were being like probably our parents well our dads shouldn't have been listening grief and dating <laughs> yeah and I was like do you know what this is wholly admirable because Kat mm. you sat there and you were so so honest um you know, you spoke your truth and it was clear that you'd learned so much about yourself when you were talking in that episode. And I know if younger Emma was listening to you, if 18 year old Emma, who just lost her mum was listening to you, I would take so much comfort and solace in those words, how you were talking about, you know, how you recognize the reasons behind the way you were behaving. And Mm. it's it's not your fault. It's, It's not your fault that you were responding to trauma in a way that you were trying to cope with things and you know you spoke kind of about it as if you you know you weren't proud of it you weren't proud of that period in your life but I actually sat there and was like why not why not because you know what that helped mold you form you and shape you into the girl you are now and you're setting an example and your your brutal honesty I know will have helped so many people because it certainly would have helped 18 year old Emma so thank you Thanks, Emma. I actually do wish that I'd actually been able to listen to that conversation myself when I was that age. I would have been like, oh, I feel spoken to. That's me. I can identify where I'm going wrong. Maybe there are things that I can do to change it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. What are some of the other things that you've learned from the episode? Because I look back, if you think about our episode with Dr. Tom on grief and guilt, which was like one of the first ones that we did, it feels like a lifetime ago, but it also doesn't at the same time. But that was one of the first conversations that we had when we were like, kind of having free therapy here. Like, I'm really enjoying this. Yeah. And do you know what? That was, you're right. That was one of the first episodes. And all I remember mm. sitting there is thinking, I'm normal. Like mm. this, this guy is speaking to us and just basically telling us that our feelings are completely normal, which I kind of already knew by that point, but to have someone who's like certified in that field <laughs> say to you, no, no, how you feel is genuinely fine. That is exactly mm. how a lot of people would feel is so reassuring. And it's just a reminder that you're not alone in this world. It doesn't matter what trauma you've been through, what losses you've endured, you really aren't alone. I think another of my favorite episodes, and I'm pretty sure it's going to be one of yours as well, <laughs> was with Lee Solomon, the funeral what director. What a guy. I, I never, when will I have ever in another world sat down and asked those questions to a funeral director that's what made it so wonderful was that he was so open with us that he allowed us to ask him all the intricacies about what happens on a funeral what happens at the crematorium what goes on and he really went into detail about it and you know what those are the kind of things I feel like are quite taboo people don't want to talk about it because it's it's scary or whatever But I really, really enjoyed that we were just able to ask away. And I know I would have enjoyed listening to the episode because he 
gave us so many facts. He gave us so much knowledge. And I felt more comfortable. I don't know about you, but I felt more comfortable about the whole thing. Oh my God, absolutely. Like hearing how thoughtful he was with everybody that came into the funeral home, like, you know, people's parents and loved ones and brothers and sisters, like he just the way he spoke about them, it was with so much respect. And he also just acknowledged how difficult those situ- situations are for everyone. Cause I think, imagine how hard it must be to go into a home where somebody's just died and all of those emotions are so rife. And he was just so calm and down to earth and lovely. I was just so surprised by how much I loved enjoying that episode. Like it really was amazing. I think my favorite anecdote from that was that when he's giving the men a shave, he gets like the radio on and has a dance with him and asks them yeah. if you like that song. Like, but what a wonderful thing because it's like you say, it's almost it's treating them with such respect, almost like mm. they're still alive, like they're still there. Mm. Um, and it was just wonderful. I think another episode that really stuck out for me was there were so many, but Governor. You know when we spoke to Governor. God, yeah, it was that bit when he was talking about how men holding it all in, like it doesn't just impact them, but it impacts women as well. And obviously the other people around them that carry the weight of what they're feeling on their shoulders because they're not opening up about it. That for me, I don't know about you, but I'd never consciously thought about that because Mm. I am now part of a male dominated family. Although I have just had a baby niece. Congratulations, I saw. thank you. There is another female in the bloodline. I'm so happy because as a girl coming from a family full of men, this is amazing. I feel you. Yes, of course. And I don't know about you, but I never consciously sat there and gone, the fact that the men don't really open up that much in my family Mm. means that like there's always this underlying feeling within me that I want to share more or I want to talk more or I want to be more open about my feelings but I guess I keep that in around the men in my family a lot because they I don't feel that they're as open as me and therefore I don't want to tread I mean we all know when we had my brother on for that episode that Mm. I'd set up a whatsapp group for myself (laughs) and my two brothers to share photos of my mum and nana and there was one message in it and it was from me. Mm. So, you know, I think um, when Governor said that, it really struck me because I thought, do you know what? He's right. If if men were more open, it would make their lives easier because they'd be talking and they'd be sharing the load. And it would make us as women feel more comfortable in not only sharing our feelings, but in being there for them. Yeah, I've, I've learned even more of that myself recently. We recently had a family wedding and... My brother came back from Cyprus for the first time in a year and a half and all three of us were together for the first time. And I kind of found out some information about one of my brothers that's kind of like made me worry about him and stuff. And and it's the same with when I was talking to my other brother about it, I was like, our issue is, is that we don't actually ask each other and mean it if we're okay. Like we don't have those open conversations. And like those um, at this wedding, weddings are highly emotional for me. I cry every time. And it's worse because... I've got a new member of the family now. My mum had a sister she never knew existed and she came to the wedding and my mum's never had to, wow. got to meet her and she was adopted when she was born and it's just all this amazing like, emotion. And I was like crying, crying, crying at the wedding. Like, cause obviously you get boozy and then you start crying and it's just a mess. And one of my brothers came up to me and he was like, I really miss her too. And that was the first time that we've said anything about my mum for years. And it's so true. Like, you know, having those conversations with governor, but also with Stephen Bland with Robbie with Jake having those conversations with men has been such a privilege like I feel so honored to have been able to sit down and dedicate four episodes one after the other to talking about men about how they deal with grief and how it shaped them because I think they are such impactful episodes 
Yeah, they really were. And I think, you know, hearing from those men, it, that part of the series in particular, you know, when we were talking about, about breaking down toxic masculinity, mm. every single person that we'd had on the podcast, well, every person we've had actually for the entire series have, have achieved greatness in their lives. They've mm. achieved something great. And I think what was really um, reassuring was to know that it doesn't matter who you are you still experience the same feelings as everybody else. Mm-hmm. And it, it, we, we all know that. We all know that day to day, doesn't matter who you are, doesn't matter what your status is, you experience feelings of pain, of joy, all the best feelings, all the worst feelings. But I think hearing Jake Quickenden, Robbie Savage, Steve Bland and Governor talk so openly and in such depth about those emotions I think that's what it really was for me that these aren't just passing waves these are things that they've really really had to work on and work their way out of and it's it's a never-ending thing is is grief it's it never stops I think that's another thing I've learned that I'm not going to wake up one morning and go ta everything's great <laughs> feeling better now <laughs> yeah exactly it just doesn't work like that on that note like it's like how Steve Bland was talking about how you know obviously he's got a new partner now but he's speaking about how he deserves to still have happiness and have love in his life despite what he's gone through and it's the same with when you've lost a parent it can feel like your life's never going to be happy again but you deserve it and I think hearing those stories and hearing that from those people has been really reassuring yeah you're right it shines a light on how short life is I think Mm. actually and even now I find myself going oh my god if I'm lucky if I'm really lucky I'm a third of the way through my life Mm. if I'm really really lucky don't I owe it to myself to make the most of this and to work on myself to ensure that I have the happiest and best life? Because like we, you know, we've said in previous episodes, your mum wouldn't want you to spend your entire life just grieving her loss and never having any joy, yeah. never having joy in life. She would want you. And, and I think it's about that. It's about that balance that you don't have to just be, you can be happy and be grieving. it's not it's not a black and white thing you don't have to be one or the other you can be at things like weddings where you meet the sister that your mum never met and you can be so happy and so sad at the same time which just on that because I know we're kind of doing a roundup of everything but that is like a fascinating take and I think the listeners really know you now Kat and we all root for you and are invested in your story so what was that like at the wedding? You know, see, obviously your mum wasn't there. No, but seriously, what was yeah, it no, like yeah. with, with her sister? Was Did you say that was the first time you'd met her? So I'd met her before, but this was the first time I'd met all of my extended cousins as well. And it was also the first time that all of my mum's siblings were all in the same place. So all of them were there, apart from my mum. Um, and it was, I felt, because... Basically, there was, there was this big bathtub at the wedding, and all the siblings got in, and they're having a Sounds photo amazing. together. <laughs> they really <laughs> They're having a photo together, and I had to turn around, and I was just sobbing. I think obviously it was, I, I was drunk, so I had heightened emotions anyway. But I think even if I was sober, I would have found that really difficult to look at. And I also felt really guilty because this was such an important day for her. So her name's Lois, and she came up to me, and I was like, "I feel so blessed that you have come into our lives." And I'm, I'm, I'm probably said this, you know, when you're drunk and you repeat things over and over again. But I was like, I feel so, so blessed that you're here because you're kind of, fill, you're kind of like helping to fill a bit of a hole that my mum's left. And I think it's amazing that they're all getting to know you, but I'm absolutely heartbroken for my mum and for you that you never got to meet each other because you would have got on like a house on fire. And I can see so much of my mum in here and I can, I can pick, when I close my eyes, I can picture them sat talking to each other and enjoying each other's company. And it's such... 
it is such a unique thing to be going through. Like it's so weird, like how this woman's come out of the woodwork. She's like in her sixties and she's missed such a huge part of her life, but she's she's never she's never gonna get to know one of her sisters. And I think it's really sad, but yeah, it was a really emotional day. And one of her cousins came up to me and he was like, I'm really upset. I never got to meet your mum. And we were all crying. And yeah, a really, really unique experience. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Yeah, how did you find out about your mum's sister? Yeah, so it was literally her, one of her kids, this is how we found out, one of her kids messaged one of my cousins and said, hi, bit random, was your grandma Dorothy Webster? My cousin was like, yeah, like, that's right. And then, then she was like, basically this straightforward, I think we might be cousins. Um, this is how, like, this is, like, my mum's been, my mum was adopted. We've been looking through, like, on um, Ancestry. Like, we found a link to, like, the bloodline, blah, blah, blah. My cousin was, like, messaging us, and, and the family was, like, don't, don't give the new bank details. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like, if they asked the £17,000, don't have <laughs> don't it. Do it. <laughs> we were, like, what the hell? And then, basically, conversation after conversation, and we found out that on her birth certificate it had my, our grandma's name on it but the dad had been blanked out we found out that she'd been our, our grandma had been forced to adopt her once she was born because she was born out of wedlock so she wasn't allowed to keep her so she was forced to give her up um and she had some letters from our grandma as well that she'd given to her when she was given away and yeah she basically she found a bloodline link to one of my mum's cousins that was on ancestry and from there she basically worked it back and figured out what line she she came down and yeah, that's literally how it happened. Like, uh, one of my aunties is a bit unhinged, and she just she didn't think about how other people would react to it before everybody knew. She put in the family group chat, "We've just found one of our siblings who uh, grandma adopted when she was like really young, blah blah." blah. And all of us were a bit like, "Wow!" Like, As boom, yeah, As really casual. I mean, yeah, mic drop right. Yeah, there. I wouldn't expect um, it any other way in my family. They're all. <laughs> yeah. So, is your grandma still alive? No, no, so really sad. It, it would be fascinating for you to have a chat with your mum's sister, even about her feelings and all that. Mm. You know, even that in itself, obviously, you do you. I'm just thinking. Yeah. I would be like, you know what, actually, you're not in the same situation. It's very different. Both are very unique. Mm. But she's lived without her mum, who mm. has passed away. And, you know, even having that conversation, you have common ground there. 
Yeah, yeah, we do. I think we will have more conversations with each other as we get to know each other. But it was strange. When I first met her, I had this, you have this vision in your head that it's going to be some big momentous occasion. But in reality, you're actually just meeting a stranger for the first time. Yeah. And you kind of actually have to build that up from scratch. Did she resemble your mum a lot? Physically. oh my god she looks not not exactly like my mum but you can tell like she's a webster like christ yeah you really? see them all together and you're like oh my god and you see all the cousins as well like we all look so like it's really funny and her, the, her mannerisms was she like your mum in the way she was she's just very calm and collected but friendly like she's a really, really good listener you can tell she's really attentive and yeah it's honestly just so interesting we could, i could talk about it for hours <laughs> yeah do you know what no but seriously for like season three we can delve deeper into this and talk yeah, about that it's a yeah. fascinating thing how many people find themselves in a situation where they lose their mom age 20 then meet a sister that the, <laughs> the mum's sister that their mum never met who never met their own mum it's like yeah, wow that yeah. blows your mind i mean um, we can we can catch up on it live with a, with a couple of episodes and how it goes because i think it's going to be an ongoing definitely an ongoing yeah, story it's like it's like dead parent club podcast meets long lost families yeah literally <laughs> it literally. is amazing um but yeah and i think also that's fascinating that in season two like while this has all been going on that's the journey you've been going on as well in your own time you know it's just amazing what a life Um, what what a life and thank you for sharing it so much because you've shared so much there with us already Mm -hmm. and it's so private and personal to you so thank you for sharing it with us um and I think that's one of the things as well that has struck me is that you listening are so open about how you feel. And because you're so honest and open about stuff, it makes me feel as though I owe my Mm. complete honesty to you because Mm. that's the only way we get through this. There is no point sugarcoating things. There's no point pretending in any any area of life. If If you are pretending, you'll not be happy. So like, yeah, thank you for listening and allowing us to be our truest true selves um, yeah yeah absolutely I think some of the messages that we've received this season have been just like really humbling and kind of hearing how the podcast is helping so many of you no matter what you're going through if you're early, I know a lot of people who are in the early stages of grief I've heard from people who's lost their parents like 20 30 years ago and they're now in their 40s and they're finding it useful and they're looking back to how they were when they just lost their parent and they really resonate with things that we're talking about and it really is just an absolute blessing to hear from you and to hear that what we're doing is working because that's what we're here for I know that me and Emma obviously enjoy it we enjoy talking about our parents and you know the intricacies of grief but hearing that it's doing something positive is what this is all about. Exactly that. And something that you guys listening probably won't know is that this is just purely a passion project. And there are people working behind the scenes now mm. who wanted to take on the Dead Parent Club podcast. There's a company called Distorted who um, are helping us every single week. They are taking mm. their time out to do this. And they're only doing that because they believed in this podcast and wanted to help people as well. So I think even though Kat and I are now the voices of it and we we speak to you every week, huge thanks has to go to the people that are working behind the scenes to make this what it is. And I think, again, that just shows, Kat, that this powerhouse of an idea that you came up with to help other people really is doing exactly what you wanted it to do, which is help other people. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And just to echo what you said there about you know the team at This Is Distorted, I am unbelievably grateful because to go from somebody who is doing all the editing myself, doing all the production planning myself and just everything, the social media videos, like 
I know it's a hell of a lot of work and I know that you're listening in as we're talking about this. So <laughs> yeah. thank you very much. And whilst we're on the topic of it being a passion project, if any of you would be kind enough to consider donating to the running of the show so that we can pay the people that are working so hard behind the scenes to make it happen, we would be unbelievably grateful. You can do it on whatever app you're listening to and I'll add a link in the show notes as well for you to be able to do that because they they deserve it for their time and yeah we'd be really really grateful i mean they deserve it purely for the fact that they have to put up with listening to us waffle on every week absolutely (laughs) that that in itself warrants some sort Mm -hmm. of uh, some sort of payment but thank you for your support in whatever way it is Mm, you know thank you for your messages thank you for your support thank you for you know even if you've anonymously spoken to us thank you and we aren't going anywhere are we cat no, we are going to be back for a series three and we are already very, very excited. We're going to have to get busy in the next couple of weeks, making sure that we've got some amazing episode planned for you guys once it launches. But yeah, I mean, we can't wait to share more with you already. We really can't. And you know what we want more than anything is we want to hear from you what you want to hear from us. What's going to help you? Please mm. do get in touch and tell us right, this episode, guys, or put your questions to us and we can cover it because that's what we're here for. We want to help you. So please, please, please let us know whatever you would like us to talk about. Yeah, if there's any kind of like professionals that you think would be great to come on, if there's any specific point of view that we think we should get an expert on to talk about in more detail, please just drop us a message. You can email us at hello at deadprankwood.co.uk. You can find us on Instagram at Podcast, and we're on Facebook and Twitter. And just as a side note, it might take me a while to get back to you, but I promise that I will. (laughs) (laughs) She always does. She always does. Kat, thank you so much for letting me be part of this journey. I am so, so grateful. It's honestly one of the, the, the things that I find most enjoyable in my life. Mm, don't know what that says about my life. but yeah. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. And thank you. This is Distorted. And thank you to all yeah. of our listeners as well. Absolutely. Thank you. And we will see you next season. See you next season. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.